Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. And now it's time for coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show for our continuing coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team as your Eagles are at home taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers live from HPJ Stadium in Garland, Texas. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. And now it's time for the pregame show. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here live on the pregame show. Well, it's live for me, <laughs> folks that will be listening to this, of course, it's a recorded pregame show. But that being said, we are here talking about the 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. And folks, there is nothing but excitement brewing about this football team as they come off of the bye at an undefeated 5-0 season. An incredible season for this team as they move forward after the bye. And that is what we are getting here, folks. It is excitement. And there's and, and we can talk about excitement all day long, right? I mean, really, we can. But when... The Rowlett Eagles, uh, we've been calling Rowlett Eagles football now. This is our fifth season, okay? We have never ran into a 5-0 and season uh, up to this point, obviously. 4-0 and outside of district, 1-0 and within district. And there is nothing but excitement for this football team. Now, a big loss last year, going into this year. Obviously, when you lose a guy like Logan Bonner... The questions are going to be, what are you going to do at the quarterback position? And those questions can be up in the air until we actually see what happens out on the football field. And I say this because you got a guy, he goes over to Arkansas State. They're going to redshirt him. They redshirted Logan Bonner. But a main part of the offense that was built around a quarterback now you've got the team set where they have other returning pieces to this puzzle. And frankly, folks, 
you weren't sure what you were going to get at the quarterback position. And, and going into the season, we didn't know what we were going to get with this football team. And going into the first game, just still had no clue. As we're not ones to hang around coach and always want to find out what's going on with the football team. Should we? Maybe. I don't know. But we don't do that here. Okay, we just bring you what we see. And what we see from week in and week out. That's the only thing we see. And what are the Rowlett Eagles? They're a football team that hangs out, you know, and wins football games. Every single one of them to this point, they're 5-0. And since we've been doing it, they have not been 5-0. So that's exciting, moving into the season. Okay? But the uncertainty at quarterback was obviously the big question on this football team. Now, they had some losses on the defensive side of the ball, but yet they've had some big-time returners for this football team and guys that have stepped up like Parkman and Bauer and other folks. And then you get the special teams with um, on the defensive side as well with Jackel Davis. And then, obviously... Kobe Morrow and Ladarius Dickens, you know, these guys coming back that were experienced with Logan Bonner. Now they got a new guy, a new signal caller for this football team. So it's always up in the air and you never know how it's going to work. And I don't even want to say it was Rocky as, as any position where there's a new person taking over, there's going to be that time where maybe the uncertainty would be questioned, but how the Rowlett Eagles have done with that uncertainty at quarterback, I think they've handled brilliantly with the combination of two quarterbacks. That obviously being uh, Preston Weeks as well as... Uh, the backup quarterback, or I don't even know if you want to call him the backup quarterback, just the quarterback in Garrett Hermes. So, different situations called for different quarterbacks, and this is really a football team that has embraced the uncertainty at the quarterback position and have had success. That's really the only way I can look at it, because when you lose the signal caller, you lose a big spot on the football field as far as leadership as well. There's no question about that. And Logan Bonner, when he came in as a sophomore, he was an immediate leader on the football team. Now you've got four or five guys that are kind of the leader on this football team, which is really kind of cool when you think about it because you have those on-field generals at the same time. And those on-field generals are the ones that are continually doing what they need to do to be successful. The reason why they're 5-0, 1-0 in district, is because of the actual team camaraderie that has brought them to this point to where it is easy for them to move on from a Logan Bonner and still have success. At 5-0, no offense against Logan Bonner, we weren't even 5-0 at any point during the time that he was here, so that is huge. So, you know, it's not necessarily an upgrade. It's just a, a total team situation, and they are getting better week by week. Now, they were on the bye last week, and that is really huge because not that we, we don't know. Folks, I'm going to tell you, 
We don't get involved with injuries. We don't know who's injured. The only thing we, we can do is see what's going out on the football field. We don't know any type of injuries and where they are, the severity of them. We don't do that. We only call what we see out on the football field during the time of play. So that having been said, the, this bye week was 13 days where they didn't have to worry about pounding each other. They can heal from, a, whether it be a small injury or a huge injury, like I said, we don't even know those injuries. So this is a good healing time for this football team to move forward and go into district. Now, they are at homecoming. They are taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers here tonight as the pregame show rolls on. We're going to talk a little bit about this football team because as I, I, I'm not even going to say they're surprising, okay? But I think they're surprising. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side into the second segment. But first of all, I want to thank our sponsor of the pregame show. Of course, that's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas. They are located right here in uh, Rowlett. And folks, let me tell you something about Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Okay, Renee Sheffield, uh, the way that she has her whole situation set up, folks, I'm going to tell you. I've been to many of her estate sales, and she doesn't necessarily remember me. I remember her. And I've been to many right here in the Rowlett area that she has done. done. And here's what I want to tell you something, okay? The personal aspect of business, I think, is the most valuable within businesses. Okay, if you don't have a personal uh, relationship or a, a personality that makes you the kind of person that wants to migrate to that to to yourself, you, you not normally it's it's a tough business. Okay, but when you're open and people love you, first of all, people love Renee Sheffield. Okay, it, it her. Her personality, uh, and how about this? Her passion of what she does. And I'm going to read a um, a customer satisfaction. Just wrote up there, and you can read this. It's up on the Regal and Rustic Estate Sales of Dallas over on the Facebook. And this comes from Heather Hall. This is a customer, and this was not set up. To, hey, can you write me a review? This was just sent to her. It says, I... So enjoyed having the opportunity to meet you and buy beautiful furniture. Your enthusiasm and authenticity, and that's the huge word because I just mispronounced it, but you know what I was saying, are unmatched in the furniture world. And I wish all my experience could have been like this one. Okay? When you change people's thinking about how to buy from an estate sales or basically use furniture. When you change people's feelings about that, what happens is, is you create a customer for life. So not only are they really good at the estate sales, they also do smaller sales and work with folks that try to liquidate furniture or whatever the case may be. That's where Renee Sheffield and the experience of Regal and Rustic estate sales comes in. So. 
if you have that need you're trying to get rid of some furniture but you need to you need to get rid of it the right way you don't want to just give it away you, you know there's value to it let renisha field of regal and rustic estate sales help you out she knows what she's doing and you will be happy that you actually came in contact with her because of the fact that she is a professional and that's the thing that will stand out make sure you come in contact with renee sheffield of regal and rustic estate sales of dallas so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to just take a little quick overview of the name and forest rangers and then we got the e coming up We've got the Eagle recap, and then we'll take a look at the stats, where they are right now. And then, of course, we're going to bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Serna here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers at homecoming here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. 
contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas or give them a call at 214-888-2848 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. All right, and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio for your pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles at home, taking on the Naaman Forest Rangers live from HBJ Stadium in Garland, Texas for the homecoming. And yeah, obviously, this is that special time of the year. You know, homecoming was the big dance, you know, at least for me. I, I never went to prom, I, 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 but... I wanted to be around homecoming. That was always something that was special to me. And that's what we got going on here this week as your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Naaman Forest Rangers. And, you know, and it's an important time of the year. Even for my daughter, okay? My daughter goes to Lakeview Centennial and she wanted to go. She didn't have a date or anything, but she, she, she just wanted to go. She wanted to experience it. And that's, you know, with my daughter being a freshman, you know, she's easing into high school years. And for those that have been part of it, you know, maybe their second and third years when they start maybe dating or whatever the case may be, or heck, even the freshmen sometimes have dates, but that having been said, it's an important time of kids is growing up, so it is homecoming, and uh, we always want to get a victory on homecoming. That That is always something that, as far as a team is concerned, I remember when I was in high school, my team never won on homecoming, um, but the Rowlett Eagles, they have managed to win their uh, homecoming games, and we're hoping that is what happens here as your Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Neiman Ford. Rangers uh, at HBJ Stadium. That being said, let's take a look at the standings in 6A Region 2, District 10 for your football standings. Your Rowlett Eagles, they're right there on top. They are 1-0 within district. They're 5-0 overall, so that is huge. In second place, as of right now, 
The Naaman Forest Rangers. Now, folks, let me tell you something. That is really kind of crazy when you think about it. This is a football team over the past three seasons that have only won six games. Right now, the Naaman Forest Rangers are 4-2 overall. They're 2-0 in district. And that is so huge when you think about it. So when you take a look at it and how they figure out the standings as far as when there's ties and no one's uh, defeated, of course they have the 100% uh, winning percentage, they go by points allowed. The Rowlett Eagles, it, within district by the way, they are have only allowed six points. So the Rowlett Eagles are right there on the top as far as the standings are concerned because they only gave up six points to their last opponent, that being the North Garland Raiders, who, by the way, played the Naaman Forest Rangers last week, and uh, the Naaman Forest Rangers came away with the victory. That is why the Naaman Forest Rangers are sitting at 2-0, but in those two games within district, they have only given up 11 points. They shut out the, Gar the North Garland Raiders last week. So, in two games, the Naaman Forest Rangers in district have only given up 11 points. That's amazing. Then the Saxony Mustangs who are 1-0, they've given up 14 points. They're in third place. So three points only divides them with the switch. But it is early in the season, early within the season, you know, obviously the season and the buys that were allowed as far as Rowlett is concerned. The Saxony Mustangs have been on the buy as well. So this week, the Rowlett Eagles get the name of Forest Rangers, who are actually in second place. So, the uh, Rangers have won three games in a row. Uh, the uh, Rowlett Eagles, of course, they are 5-0 and out on the season. The Saxony Mustangs, who are 1-0 in district, they're 5-0 and overall. They've obviously won five games in a row. Then it's followed by the Garland Owls. Now, the Garland Owls are a different football team this year because this is a football team that has always been there. And... That is what I look at as games that were exciting against the Garland Owls as they went in overtime uh, when they took on the Rowland Eagles over at um, over at Williams Stadium. Uh, things like that. They are in games, but the Garland Owls are two and four overall. They're one and one within districts, so they are a team that is really kind of battling here to try to find an identity after the losses of their uh, quarterback and some other main players out on that football team. Now, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they are 1-1 one one also on the season. They are 4-2 and two overall. They've given up 56 points compared to the Garland Owls, 45, so that's the reason why they're in the standings where they are. But the Lakeview Centennial Patriots last year, outside of district, went 3-0 and outside of district district and then when they got into district they just could not get a victory and they did not have a successful season last year within district this year i think it's a little bit different and we can be looking at lakeview centennial probably up there at uh fighting for that battle so there you know i think garland and lakeview centennial patriots could be the teams that were well hold on garland lakeview centennial and damon forest they could be fighting for two spots because I think Rowlett and Saxe are going to be there. You can flip them, whether it's Rowlett going to be in the lead or Saxe going to be in the lead. You can flip those around. But 
then there's only going to be two spaces left for possibly three teams. And the Name and Forest Rangers say whatever you want about them for the last few years. They have put it together. They got four wins out on the season. A magnificent season for them so far. And props to that football team because they could have very easily fell into the fact, well, we've only won six games in three years. Last year, they didn't win any games. And the year before that, they only won one. So it was the year before that is when they won four games. So it's been three seasons since this team has put together more than a four-game winning uh, season. And they have four wins already going into where they are. So they're overall four and two. And they're going to be on the bye here in a few weeks. That having been said, this is going to be a really, really good district to take a look at as far as where the standings are going to be. And it's going to be interesting to watch where the standings are as the season goes on, especially within district where they figure out who's going to do what, when, and why. So, that having been said, let's take a look at your Rowlett Eagles. As your Rowlett Eagles, again, 5-0 and out on the season. Now, these are stats that are coming from the website Max Preps. That's where the Rowlett Eagles are putting their stats and everything. Um, we know of one stat that was incorrect that we mentioned last time. Uh, so uh, if it hasn't been changed, I know about them. So when I read the stats, I, will make, I won't make mention of the mistake, but I will make sure it's corrected. That having been said. Um, so let's talk about the team totals. Let's talk about your Rowlett Eagles. According to Max Preps, your Rowlett Eagles are ranked nationally 183rd. Now, folks, remember, you know, we have 50 states with multiple, multiple, multiple teams in each state. And your Rowlett Eagles are sitting at 183rd, ranked 28th in Texas. Now, think about that. 28th in Texas. That tells you there are some good football teams nationally here in the state of Texas that are nationally ranked higher than the Rowlett Eagles. So being ranked 28th within the state lets you know about Texas and its powerhouse as far as football is concerned. So let's take a look at this. Team totals, uh, receiving yards for your Rowlett Eagles. They're averaging 198 yards in the air, folks. And folks, I'm going to tell you right now, that is an impressive number, especially when you think about what's going on as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned. The national average, folks, is 156. So looking at those numbers, they are definitely blowing it out of the water on the receiving. Rushing. Your Outlet Eagles averaging 186 over the national average of 175. So they're right there. Total touchdowns, uh, national average is 19. Your Outlet Eagles have 20. Tackles, and th this just tells you they're a little bit below the national average. They're at 50.6 tackles per game. The national average is 53. So they're just a little bit below that. In sacks, your Eagles have six. The national average is eight. And interceptions, your Outlet Eagles have four. The national average is 4.6. So looking at the averages for this football team, as far as nationally is concerned, is huge. So when you look at these numbers, they're amazing. And you got to like what's going on as far as that is concerned. So when you look at a football team and where they are, 
This is a football team that has 994 yards passing as they've made 136 attempts of passing and has completed 73 of them. That's good for a 53.7 percentage. And on average, every time they throw the football, it's on average of 13.6 yards a game. So that is huge. So you know, passing yards per game at that 198 is huge. Is something to look at it. Seven passing touchdowns for your Rowled Eagles. Um, so they're averaging about one to one and a half per game. Uh, so that means they're actually doing it on the ground with rushing. Okay, 195 rushes as a team for your Rowled Eagles. Uh, 932 yards. So they're averaging close to five yards a carry. 4.8. Um, so and around 186 yards per game. Uh, we talked about that. So, uh, and this is a team that doesn't really break it off, okay? Their long is for only 44 yards. So, you look at that, that is that is really, really huge. So, you look at the number, rushing touchdowns, 11. So, when you look at the Rowlett Eagles, and if you only look at stats, you'll go, well, this is a football team that rushes in the ball more so than passing. But this team can fool you into thinking that they will rush the ball. I'm going to tell you right now, they'll throw for touchdowns. That number, Those numbers will skew as they go within district. So you watch that. So uh, it is huge. So total all-purpose yards for rushing is 932 yards. Passing is 994. That's all-purpose. Kickoff returns, 443 yards on kickoff returns and a total of 151 on punt returns. So uh, they got 53 yards on interceptions uh, yards. So every time they intercept the ball, you know, that's how many yards they've had it over the time. So, good good stuff when you look at it. As the Rowlett Eagles are have four interceptions out on the season, they're getting about 10 yards every time they intercept the ball. So, um, huge things there. Your Rowlett Eagles, six sacks out on the season. And they, here's the thing. When you look at six sacks, you wonder, what's the effect on the sacks? Well, it's about six yards per sack. That's what the number is. And so when you look at that number, you get the sacks, and they, the team on average loses about six yards as well. Puts teams in a very, very bad position. For your Rowlett Eagles, the solo tackles out on the football field, and this is as the team, so don't misconstrue where it is. I mean, they're not individual stats. 168 tackles, 85 of those are assisted. Uh, total tackles, 253 out on the season, so it's about a 50 tackles per game. So that tells you about how many offensive plays that are happening each and every game. Only about 50 offensive plays for the team they're playing. So that is huge as well. I, I like all this is what's going on for the Rowlett Eagles. They got a total of 20 touchdowns out on the season. So you gotta like those numbers as far as the football team is concerned. Now Let's take a look at some of the individual stats, especially on the offense, as the numbers are really kind of interesting. Let's talk about passing, because your Rowlett Eagles, they are a football team that use two quarterbacks in reality. 
And we're talking about Preston Weeks and Garrett Hermes. So when you look at these numbers, this is what's going on. Garrett Hermes, uh, 21 of 32 for 241 yards passing. He's averaging about 11.9 yards uh, per uh, pass and one touchdown on the season uh, as far as that's concerned. On the other side, Preston Weeks, okay, 41 of 74 for a total of 593 yards. He's averaging 55% of passing. Garrett Hermes was averaging 65, so you get the offset, but he's throwing the ball a little bit less. So that, that having been said, you see who's getting the ball most of the time passing the football, and that's Preston Weeks. It's around a 2-to-1 ratio uh, for that. But you get the offset of Garrett Hermes, which is wonderful. I mean, so you, you get a different look, and then the coaches can decide which is going to be the better player for what's going on. So, And both of these quarterbacks bring a different style. So you can offset it very well depending upon the team that you're playing. So I like those numbers that we're seeing right there at the quarterback position. Rushing the football, Kobe Morrow in five games, 76 rushes, 302 yards, uh, three touchdowns on the season for him. A little bit lower number than what we've seen in the past few years. Uh, as he's getting his feet up underneath him, I expect that number to go up uh, for him. Garrett Hermes, 29 rushes, 164 yards and two rushing touchdowns for him. Uh, Preston Weeks, this is another guy. Watch out uh, because the Rowlett Eagles, whether it's Hermes or Weeks, they have a two-headed monster at the quarterback position as Preston Weeks, 41 rushes, 251 yards. He's got three touchdowns. Chappelle, 12 rushes, 105 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Darius Dickens, three rushes, seven yards and a touchdown. Lang, he is in there, 14 rushes, 54 yards, and a touchdown as well. So looking at those numbers, um, actually Lang, they got two sets of numbers for him, okay? So he's got 28 rushes for 122 yards, so keep that in mind. So I like to watch this guy. I, I think Lang... Uh, is going to be able to slide into Morrow's uh, position as he's going to be seen. He's a senior this year, so he'll slide right in there um, for that. Let's look at receiving for your Rowlett Eagles. Leading the team with 30 receptions is Ladarius Dickens. 477 yards and three touchdowns. Craig Vitage, three touchdown catches, 14 catches, 189 yards. Um, scored in the first three games of the season. Hasn't had one yet, but look out this season. I, he's the dark horse. And because Ladarius Dickens is going to create a lot of attention, so that means someone's going to be able to uh, get the benefit of having the numbers and I think Craig Matosh is going to be that guy 14 reception Dylan Watts 12 catches 142 yards uh, for him and uh, let's go to the other uh, folks that are out there Kobe Morrow 7 rushes uh, receptions 36 yards and a touchdown so the Rowlett Eagles have 7 touchdowns passing out on the football field um, so Chappelle 1 catch 12 yards Dobson 6 catches 66 yards as well and Bolden four catches 31 yards so those are huge numbers out there out on the football field so the Rowlett Eagles have only lost four fumbles this season so that is a huge number um, as far as being not huge as in bad but good you don't want to lose too many out on the football field 
You gotta recover them. And, you know, so, uh, recovered, uh, Kobe Morrow fumbled it, but he recovered the ball. Craig Vitashi, he fumbled twice and recovered one of them. Uh, Weeks also has fumbled the football, but has recovered them as well. So, um, keeping track of that, if you put the ball on the ground, you gotta get back up on top of it. And the Raleigh Eagles have been able to do so for that. So, uh, good numbers right there. So, um, all-purpose yards for the Rowlett Eagles are so skewed and they're so crazy. All-purpose yards for Morrow, 302 yards rushing, 36 receiving, a total 338 yards um, out on the football field. Uh, Jackal Davis with his return yards, kick returns 369 yards, so and, uh, 467 yards, all-purpose, good numbers there for him as far as, you know, getting the yards. Those are always important. For a football team, the total yards are going to be something that they look at um, for the future. Uh, Vitash, uh, he's got a total of 202 yards, total all-purpose yards, uh, 13 uh, kickoff return, and 189 catching the ball through the air. So lots of cool things for this football team when you look at stats that you can look at. And you can get all these stats. You can head on over to the uh, Max Preps website and you can see those uh, numbers. So uh, for your Rowlett Eagles as they go. Let's look at defensive numbers as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned. As far as total tackles for your football team. 29 for Trenton Gordon. 20 for Parkman. He's making some big noise as of late. I like Parkman. Uh, pool 13 uh, tackles. 18 tackles for Bauer. 24 for Weggington. Weggington's getting in the backfield big time. 28 tackles for Chase Taylor. 12 tackles for Motes, 15 for Betts, and he's coming along as well, and 11 for Terry. Those are big numbers that you took a look at. Tackles for loss, uh, the, the guy that leads the team, well, is actually tied with three players, Parkman, as well as Weggington and Chase Taylor all have three tackles for loss. The guys that have two tackles for loss is Cisneros as well as uh, Dan uh, Dandler. He's in there for a couple, as well as Dylan Bauer, tackles for loss, and we got some other guys out there with a couple. But the guy that's leading the team for tackles for loss is Betts. He has five tackles for losses out on the football team. And like I said, he's coming along really, really good. So uh, looking at the Rowlett Eagles. Now, in the game, the Rowlett Eagles, through the first five games, they only have five sacks out on the football field. So... That's something that I'm sure coaches are very well aware. They want to get to the quarterback. But one of the stats that are not on here that I know is high is quarterback rushes. Okay? Where the quarterback is rushing the ball because he's getting the heat coming from. Whether it be Parkman, Wagner, Motes, Betts, or Stark, or whoever. Headed that way. So those, you know rushes that stat is not kept up there and i know they're doing very well with those stats so cool stuff going on for your Rowlett eagles their defense is outstanding their offense is great and it, when you look at this football team you've got to be really really happy with what's going on so um also just to let you know we don't call the offensive lines uh names very much 
But I want to put it out to that offensive line. This offensive line has been outstanding this season. Protecting the quarterback, making the holes, and doing what they need to do in order for the Rowlett Eagles to be successful. It's huge. So look out for that offensive line. I'm trying I gotta make it a point. I gotta get some names called there on the offensive line. Sonny Clark knows this and he's going into this game to make sure I get some names called out there. So I'm gonna be doing that. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And when we come back, we are going to hear the Eagles recap as we will recap the game that happened two weeks ago as your Rowlett Eagles were on the road over at Williams Stadium taking on the North Garland Raiders. We will do that playing of that. And after that, we'll bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna to wrap up today's pregame show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show being brought to you by Renee Sheffield and Regal and Rustic Estate Sales for all your estate sales needs. You know, whether it is set up, whether selling small uh, items or big, big amounts of items or specialty pieces. Trust Renee Sheffield for all your sales needs. She will treat you right over at Rustic and uh, Regal Estate Sales. We're going to take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP & Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Allen Bauer Electric, we offer expert electrical services from general outlet repair and fan installation to electrical panel upgrades. Our customer commitment includes additional benefits such as call-ahead scheduling, upfront pricing, and special after-hour electrical services. 
being informed is to your benefit. So call Allen Bauer Electric for more information on how you can be more informed about your residential or business electrical needs. Give them a call at 214-356-0197. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relhead 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. Internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this. Hello, everybody. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio with your 2016-2017 Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football Recap. So here is your Eagle Recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty. All your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home, come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or reach her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. 
So here's your Eagles recap of the North Garland Raider game. All right, we're ready to kick off. It's kicked, and it's going to be handled by Jaquel Davis, and he's going to go ahead. Well, he was going to keep it in the end zone. Now he's running it back. Found the alley. He's to the 30-yard line now. Now to the 40. Now to midfield 50. To the 40. Good stiff arm to the 30. Stepped out of bounds back there, and they're going to call that a touchdown. I don't know. Let's wait for the call. Touchdown! Rowled Eaglesville. That foot was out on the 32-yard line, <laughs> and it was on our side. I don't know. Well, and it was awfully close. It was that close. Was, I think with the angle though that we have here on uh, here in the stands, it's, it'd be kind of hard for us to see along real close to that line. So the Eagles, they go ahead, and it was just a little stutter out into the end zone um, as Jack L. Davis was going to bring it out or, or knee it down, and then he decided to go, and then he decided to think about doing the knee again then he just took off as he caught the North Carolina Raiders sleeping here comes the extra kick Aldana kick is up and it goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles so after 15 seconds your Raleigh Eagles get up on the board here seven to nothing we're not yeah and that, that's actually going to go down for a 103 yard uh, kickoff return on that and uh, all uh, David said was just uh, rolled out to the left-hand side, saw a big opening, and was able to scamper down the left sideline. Uh, you know, he, he broke off a couple stiff arms there and uh, was able to get to the end zone. So with that being said, also some great blocking by Ralph. Yes. There was a, a couple of players that very easily could have been called for a block in the back, but before they hit him, they actually fronted them and was able to make a good block and not be called for that. And they haven't been set. The stiff arm was amazing right down here at around midfield. That's what broke him in order to break down. But it pushed him toward the sideline. That's where we thought he stepped out of bounds. But that wasn't the case. The Eagles, they go up 7 nothing here, and they're going to go ahead and kick it off. It's almost like everybody's a rival because all these are Garland schools. Yep. They all know each other. They all grew up in the same location. They all play in the, in the younger football leagues against each other. So a lot of these guys know each other. All right, so we've been not arguing about, but discussing the last name of the quarterback. Honesty is what we're going to go for. Looks like honesty. It's spelled like honesty, but I think Bill is right. I think it's honesty. I think, I think you, had, uh, uh, you had the H in it. I think you're right. So here we go. Fake handoff, throws the ball. Ball's caught at the 46-yard line. And what a pop. Parkman just pushed him down, Bill. It, was, it, was, it wasn't it was even a tackle. He was right in front of him. He just used his arm strength and knocked him right down to no, the ground. And, and uh, that was uh, Connor De uh, Dagan that uh, caught that. And he was about two yards from the first down. And uh, Parkman just came and uh, put a smack on him and went back backwards two yards. And shotgun, he's going to take off this time with the option. Finds the hole. Look at him break the tackle near the 40. Now to midfield. And he's going to be brought down at the 48-yard line as big number 33. No, number 32. Wide receiver screen. Ah, ah. How about bet out there on the far side? He read that one, and it was either a choice. He could have intercepted that ball. He went for the tackle. Um, he wanted to go for the sure thing. Good play by Betts. Loss of maybe three. Yeah, about three. 
So the ball's actually... And Hennessy waiting for the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. Here comes the rush. He's being pushed back to the 10-yard line. Breaks the tackle. And he is just leveled, Bill. Leveled. And the Eagles have the ball. It was a turnover. And or it, I can't tell if it was intercepted, if it was fumble, Bill. Let me know. Did you see? I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube videos. Yeah, they just showed it. He looked like he got hit by a semi-truck and he just left dust in the back. What a play. So here we go. It's going to be first down and 10. And Weeks gets the snap. He's going to find the hole. Gets in. Touchdown! Rowlett! Eagles is Weeks just found the hole on the left-hand side. And even Sonny might have been able to run down through that one with a big, big hole. And he was just one step back, and then he went forward. That was designed play to take weeks up the middle, and he definitely had a wide-open hole to to go through. I'm not saying wide-open just so you could get through it. I'm saying it was wide. (laughs) It was was big. And so the Eagles have taken the lead 13 to nothing. Now Dana here wants to attack one more on as the kick goes up, and it does go downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So a breakout on the football field. Here's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. 14 to nothing, 526 left to go here in the first quarter. I was asked sometimes that ready to go. They're going to try to do something. This is their best field position of the night as Honesty getting the big rush after the snap. Puts up the fight. It's intercepted. Pushing the ball down to the 30. Now to the 20. Cutting back in. There's a yellow hanky. That'll be a block in the back. But the interception for your Rowlett Eagles, that was Chase Taylor. And he gets in for the touch. I didn't call the touchdown. That's going against the Eagles. So they're going to take it right to the 40-yard line. So the Eagles still have the ball. First down and 10 at the Raiders' 40-yard line. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 3.55 left to go in the first quarter. Eagles still up 14-0. Driving right now with a first down and 10 at the 15-yard line for the Eagles. Three wide receivers set this time. Back to pass, looking, going to the corner, trying to get it to Dickens. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles as Ladarius Dickens. Nice to be able to get that catch as he just got passed. I think it was Conway, wasn't it? Uh, it was Caraway. D. D Caraway, number Caraway. seven. He actually uh, uh, faked inward and Caraway uh, bit on bit. it. And uh, Dickens was wide open at the corner of the end zone. So the Eagles up 20 nothing, 3.36 left to go in the first quarter. And Aldana coming on for the extra point. Kick is up and it goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So the Eagles go up 21 nothing with 3.36 left to go here in the first quarter. Break out on the football field. Some, and watch the kicker. He takes a couple of steps in a running fashion, sort of like a happy Gilmore swat, and he gets it. And there it goes. It's going to hit the ground. It's going to be fielded by Dickens. Almost went over his head. Here he comes to the near side to the 30. Now the 40 breaking tackle, midfield 50. Now to the 40. Great tackle by the Raiders. Number 11 gets in there for the tackle. That was by and he prevented the touchdown, Bill, because it was clear sailing all the way to the end. Well, I don't, I don't think Dickens ever saw him because uh, he Vice came out of nowhere and was able to tackle him along the sideline there. So that's going to bring up, yeah, so the eagle eye, Bill, starting up on top of that one. So here we go. First down goal from the two, and they hand it off to Murrow. Touchdown! Rally! Eagles and Morrow gets in for the two-yard 
splash dive and increases the lead for the Rowland Eagles to 26 to nothing pending the extra point. Yeah, it's just a, a strength by Morrow was just able to take that ball up the middle and, and uh, took a couple hits, but was able just to lean into the end zone. Aldana getting a workout here tonight. As he's on now for his fourth extra point. Kick is up, and I think he missed it. Nope, that one goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles have taken a 28 nothing lead here with a minute and seven seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the couch. Get a little fun, a little dancing going on in the uh, in the booth up here. So Don't dance. Don't dance. <laughs> I'm a good chair dancer. As a kid, you young, or as a Hanasee. Ball snap, it's young, hands it off, and finds a big hole, and he's gone. Say la vie. How about number five, and that was Pierce, and no one's going to catch him. Finds that little hole there. As he, he actually just jumped through a little seam right there, and then it was off to the races. You've seen him kick up uh, the speed after about five yards. Yeah, you're right. All right, so... The Raiders get up on the board, 28-6, to six, still in the first quarter, 49.9 seconds left to go. As the ball is kicked and it's picked up, here come the Eagles going to try to push it down. And Betts up there trying to trying to block, but uh, the Raiders were able to prevent the run back for two. I just learned that, by the way. If they, if they return the kick, it goes into the end zone for two. That's correct. Of course, we always appreciate that. <laughs> so, Big time screaming going on. Next time I'm gonna have Bill do a dive out in the crowd next time with the with the microphone. A dive? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think I'll be coming back. You might not be able to get back up. So it is nine. Hermes looks this one over and he gets the snap and he pitches it off tomorrow on the shuttle, pushing it in. Touchdown! Rowland Eagles, they get up on the board. 17.8 seconds left to go again. And the Eagles have pushed out to a 41-6 lead here in this first half. Here comes Aldana. He's going to add on the extra point here. There's the ball snap, ball up, kick up, and it goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So a quick breakout on the football. And that's going to do it for your Rowland Eagles recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty for all your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home or if you're just in the market. I'm in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or visit her on the web at ivyleaguerealty.com. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers brought to you by Renee Sheffield and Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. When we come back, we'll talk to the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. 
contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Bonanza. Reap a bonanza with a free home, auto, or business insurance quote from Costco Insurance. Bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance at the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road. Or visit us on the web at costloinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. With over 25 years of experience, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning have received many awards and recognition, including Angie's List and the Best of Rowlett. Ask about our preventative maintenance plan that includes two visits to your home for one unit for $155 and $59.99 for each additional unit. Mention you heard this ad on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast and receive an extra 10% off. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 to set up an appointment or check out their website at stephensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. We want you to be proud of everything you achieve. That is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment. Being fit is hard, but you can do it. If you need some help getting started, try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting www.rowlettfbbc.com and claim your free trial. Or give Mark a call at 214-888-2844. That's 214-888-2844. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. 
get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are at home taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers at homecoming. Live from HBJ Stadium, I got online the guy that keeps everything really running in our booth, keeps his eye on other things when I'm looking at the action, brings in some good stuff that we can't see. It is the Eagle Eye. Bill Cerna, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing good, Sonny. Long time no talk. Yeah, it's what happens when you go on the bye. And when you go on the bye, it makes things a, a little bit rougher as you try to get things going. But we are here. We're ready to go. So let's talk about this 5-0 and start for the Rowlett Eagles. In the, in the overall picture, it's always nice to be 5-0. and We've been doing this now. We're into our fourth year now, Bill. And we never really got into a position where the team has been 5-0, and even with the talent that we've had. And we've had some really good talent on this football team. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a, you know, it was a good start, a, a tough out-of-district game. Uh, and uh, now that we've gotten into district games, you know, we got that first win uh, against North Garland. And uh, hopefully we can uh, go on a roll here uh, uh, through district also. Well, and that was the thing. I mentioned it in the pregame show. I was going to bring it up, so I want to bring it up to you. When you look at the out-of-district games that we played, we played solid football teams going into the out-of-district play. Now when we're moving into the in-district play, um, the questions start coming up in reality when you think about it. Uh, They took on North Garland. No offense against North Garland. They just didn't have any of the oomph to get over or even be really competitive if you think about it. Now, a little bit different today as the Rangers are 2-0 in district. They're 4-2 overall. A little bit better football team that we're seeing, but really when you look at the out-of-district games compared to the teams that are in this district, we played a very, very hard schedule. Now we're kind of going into a little bit of a softer schedule with no really disrespect intended. Uh, The teams that we played, Rockwall, Plano, and over in... um, South Lake Carroll, when we took uh, went over there, we played some solid teams that are not necessarily to the level of the Rowlett Eagles. So that being said, do you think these games in district will hinder this football team's going into the playoffs more so than help? I don't think so. Um, I think because towards the end of the 
uh, season, <clears throat> we have district games against Saxe and Lakeview Centennial, which those are uh, a little bit stronger teams. So I think uh, it's definitely going to uh, keep their fire going. And, you know, you'll finish off the year uh, against Garland. Um, you know, Garland's having a down year uh, this year, but that could be a game where you really kind of um, uh, heal up a little bit and uh, get ready for the playoffs. So, you know, what, uh, going uh, playing this out of district uh, uh, schedule was very important, and and, uh, and especially to come out all, winning all four. I honestly did not expect to win all four coming out of district. I didn't and, either. And, uh, uh, to to do that was a great thing. Uh, and you know, you mentioned uh, both Rockwall and uh, you you mentioned um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, Fossil Ridge. Um, you, and Plano, you didn't even mention uh, Louisville. It's right now in exactly. the Dallas News. That's that's the big talk. Is is, is this team for real? And and we've seen it, uh, uh, and they are. So I, I think we've uh, definitely uh, played good quality teams. And yeah, right now in the middle of the season, it's kind of like a lull where you don't have uh, quite the competition that you had before. But you know, who would have ever thought? Naaman Forest four and four and two uh, through six games, two and zero oh in the in the district. So they're doing something right over there that uh, that hasn't uh, been done here in a while. So you don't want to take them lightly, but you're absolutely right. I don't. I think the level of competition they played against compared to us uh, doesn't match up. I, I agree. And and but looking at this football team, you look at you look at Neiman Forest. This is a team that we played. Uh, they didn't win any games last year. The year before that, they only won one game. And the year before that, they only won uh, uh, four games. So looking at the season over those seasons, this is a football team that has only won six football games. They're already at four. Um, this might be that dark horse, maybe. Even depending on what happens here, Rowla gets the victory with, like you said, Garland not necessarily playing as well as they normally do. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, in district, they've only given up 45 points in district, uh, but they've only scored 42. So that means the offense probably might need to uh, to improve. And that'll be interesting, like you said, toward the end of the season, Bill, with. With maybe Rowlett and Saxe probably on the top two, leaving two more spaces available. Uh, Lakeview Centennial, uh, they're one and one in the in the district. They are four and two overall. Um, so we got about maybe three teams that are going to be battling for two spots in order to make the playoffs at the end of the season. Well, and those games uh, between those teams are going to be dogfights. Uh, yeah, uh, all of them. Uh, don't have strong offenses, but they have pretty uh, pretty solid defenses. So those all those games are going to be really strong. But you're absolutely right. You know, at uh, Name and Forest, <clears throat> matter of fact, in the last five years, we've outscored them 37 to eight in our five games that we've played wow. them. Uh, so we we've definitely had control of them uh, year in and year out. Um, but it's a whole new ball team, and and you know what, uh, they've got a little bit more. They're definitely focused on the running, so uh, which is our strong point of, of shutting down. So, uh, yeah. you know, if we can get in there and, and shut them down like we uh, did against North Garland, you know, this game could be uh, out of control at halftime again. Yeah, and well, I, and it's kind of interesting. I was looking over the stats for the Rowlett Eagles, and we're talking about a football team that goes from a guy that goes over to Arkansas State. Of course, that being uh, their their 
you know guy there yeah, i guess if you want to call it franchise logan bonner to to preston weeks and now garrett hermes this is a football team that has not thrown the touchdown passes more so than running it in but here's the thing they're running it in at the quarterback position as well as the rowlett eagles have done very well running the football and getting it into the end zone, whether it's Garrett Hermes two touchdowns or Preston Weeks three touchdowns. If anybody maybe focuses too much in on the run, I think these Rowlett Eagles can throw touchdown passes. We've seen it in the first three weeks with three uh, touchdown passes going to Cameron Fatash. Well, and with that being said, you know, you talk about Logan Bonner, you know, at, uh, the focus was on the pass last year, and, and, and with his uh, numbers, uh, it was very, uh, very clear that that's what it was. I think this year, um, it's, it's a little bit more balanced between the run and the pass, and uh, you're getting a lot more production out of uh, uh, other people and, and instead of just relying on your quarterback to be throwing touchdown passes. So uh, you're, you're seeing a little bit more balance uh, between the two, which um, has really helped that offense. I mean, we're, we're still scoring at a high pace like we were last year. We weren't, but last year it was more of on, uh, in the air than it was uh, on the run, where this year it's more even down between the two. Yeah, and the, the football team that we're ta- facing is the Name and Forest Rangers. Like we said, we know they're passing, and the unfortunate portion of this football team maybe not being as you know as big of it, but we're seeing the big difference in there. So the change it starts, and we kind of saw that last year with Lakeview Centennial as they had a very good out of district uh, uh, result as they went undefeated last year and outside of District 3-0. And then when they got into the actual district play, they just could not do it. So the differences of the games on the outside district and the quality of the team makes a big difference. But Naaman Forest Rangers, as you take a look at this team, what are they doing that is really you know, making them an improved football team over the past years that we've seen? Oh, it's, it's absolutely about the defense. Uh, their defense is really... Uh... Uh, shutting down compared to what it uh, um, what it has done in the past. You know, at uh, last week, uh, matter of fact, against um, uh, North Garland, they shut them out. Uh, you know, right. They, and against Garland, they only gave up 11 points. So, you know, the two games in district, they've only given up 11 points. Uh, so their defense is a, is a lot improved. They've only given up uh, more than uh, 20 points in two of the games. Uh, matter of fact, they have two shutouts this year, so their um, their defense has definitely made a huge difference. But with that being said, I don't think they've seen an offense like they're going to see uh, uh, against the Rowlett. And the Rowlett, like you said, they're not going to see that in reality. But here's what I think is so good about the Rowlett Eagles. Let's run back to the quarterback position a little bit. If one thing is not working for this football team, whether it's passing or running, and only the coach really knows if that's actually happening more so than stats. We can look at stats all day long. But as the game is progressing, the coach knows when he's going to make that. that We are at so much of an advantage where we can actually take – one quarterback out and get the same type of quality back in, but maybe with a different mindset. Uh, as far as if you look at Garrett Hermes, this is a guy he can throw the football without question, but at the same time, he's more of the runner. And then with Preston Weeks, you get the runner and passer. Um, not to discount Garrett, uh, Garrett's uh, throwing uh, capacity, but really when you look at that, those are two different types of football uh, plays that are going to be 
taking a look at this defense. So it's going to be up to the Neyman Forest Rangers defense, seeing how that's what's picking up on that football team to be better this year, to be able to recognize the difference and how to handle it. Well, and you can look at it two ways. Uh, you know, as you have these games, kind of like we did against North Garland, uh, if you have a quarterback that's struggling, um, it's, it, you give an opportunity to keep him in there and work on game situation. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say a practice game, but you look at it in that sense that you're going to get him some practice and get him uh, working, uh, working correctly. With that being said, if you got a tough game, strong game, but your quarterback's struggling, you're absolutely right. You have another uh, quarterback you can go to and, and not skip right. a beat. And I think this offense has uh, really seen that. And, and uh, I, I think it's been on all skill positions. I think a receiver, you got uh, yes. uh, if one guy goes down, uh, you have two or three guys in the waiting that uh, have no problem getting in there and, and uh, making catches. Uh, same with the running back. You know, it, uh, obviously you have uh, Morrow, but uh, right behind him, you got his backup that's ready to go in, and, and uh, uh, we've seen him be successful too against good teams in non-district. So, uh, you know, I, I think in the skill positions, I think you have the um, uh, the variety to to uh, make sure that you don't skip beat if something was to happen. Definitely, and when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are, I mean, we can look at stats all day, because I think when you look at it so far early in the season, they're so skewed, they're so different, um, because we're not going to get the same type of stats out, out of district compared to in district. So when you look at the numbers from the stats, they're definitely skewed in reality. Um, I think we're going to probably see more of what this football team is all about in the next two games as they lead into some of the more tougher games that they're going to take, whether it's Lakeview Centennial or the Saxony Mustangs. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, you know, at uh, having this bye week, getting some of those uh, bangs and uh, um, uh, bruises uh, all healed up, it'll definitely help going into the next uh, next couple games. You know, that way if you know, you're a little rusty from having that extra week off, you know what, um, you can – uh, definitely focus on it and make sure that we're, you know, at the train is moving hard by the time you get to Saxe and, and uh, Lakeview. And those are going to be the games that really put this team to the test as far as this district is concerned. As But one of the good things, when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and how they did it, we talked about the out-of-district schedule and how tough it was. And then as they move into district play, as far as the talent level, they took on North Garland, they got Neiman Forest, and now the, the next week they get South Garland, then the two tough games on October 21st and October 27th, Saxe and Mustang, and ending it with Garland. And that's the game I want to talk about, ending it with Garland. Depending on what they do, this could be all about positioning, depending on what type of team is going to show up for Garland. Looking at those numbers and looking at the – I was looking at this Garland football team, and I wanted to know what's going on. I don't necessarily think they're too far out of it in order to be in as far as a play for maybe the third or fourth spot towards the end of the season. That game could be very important at the end of the season for the Garland Owls. Never mind the Rowlett Eagles. That could be about positioning for both teams going into the playoffs. Yeah, and it's gonna it's really gonna come down to is with that Saxy game, whoever uh, um, comes out on top of that one because uh, you know. 
Rowlett has a, a really good chance to to uh, run the table here in district. Uh, but uh, you know, you're going to have two tough games towards the end of the year, and if you can get through those, you're going to get to that Garland game um, with uh, uh, something that's going to be really important for Rowlett for seeding, uh, and then also uh, you know at Garland they're going to be fighting with Name and Forest. They're going to be fighting with uh, uh, North Garland to get that uh, that final playoff spot. So. Definitely going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that's going to happen throughout the year. I was looking at this football team and I was wondering, you know, they're five and zero. Oh. First of all, we've been covering the Raleigh Eagles now. This is our fourth year. They've never gone to the season to five and zero. Oh. What I think when I'm looking at this football team, Bill, is adjustments of certain things, and we we saw this in the first four games, the outside of district games. Making adjustments and um, bringing halftime adjustments are huge, but where I think they're, I, I'm going to tell you where I think they're best, and you can correct me if I'm not. At the end of the game on a close football game, this team knows what they're doing, when they're doing it, why they're doing it. What the huge thing is clock management in the last, because we looked at some of these games, they were, you know, in the lead with four minutes left to go, and they were able to run out the clock and still get the victory. Um, clock management has been one of the improvements on this football team coming into this season, and I think we're going to see a lot of that towards the end of the season, especially when you're talking about the Saxe game and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots as well as the Garland Owls. Yeah, and I mentioned it in, in uh, pre-games uh, before that how much of a difference there has been with clock management. Because we, we've seen uh, in the past where it, it wasn't executed like like you'd expect. This year, it's been above and beyond, and they've done a really good job, and especially with these close games, which, you know, down the road and, you know, into the playoffs, it's definitely going to make a difference for them because they're going to uh, understand the pressure and they're they're going to be able to know how to react to the pressure and, and put the pressure on the, on the other team. Definitely. As we are here, we're talking to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. One more question. We'll get you out of here. Busy man taking a couple of minutes here in the pregame show to talk a little bit about your Rowlett Eagles. As you look at this game, what do the Rowlett Eagles need to do to continue to being 6-0 and going into next week and in order to get the victory tonight at HBJ Stadium? Well, I think it's the exact same thing that I said with North Garland, and, and exactly what they did is get on top of them early, uh, get on top of them quick, and uh, you know what, uh, uh, take control of this game, and and that way you can determine how you want to finish out this game. You know, Rowlett, you know, scored 42 points against uh, North Garland in the first half, and you know they let their foot off the pedal. Matter of fact, that second half, I think we figured it out. It was under an hour. They were able to finish that second half because right. uh, once again it was it was ball control, time time control, and uh, Raleigh was just able to run out the clock. So uh, you know what, get out, get on them early, get on them quick, and uh, and uh, you know just uh, coast in the second half like you did against uh, North Garland. Yeah, they're scoring a lot in the first and second quarter this year, more so than in the years past when sometimes they have a little bit of a harder time than scoring in the first quarter, right, Bill? Yeah, absolutely. And I remember uh, the last couple of years, they were real. They their worst uh, quarter was the first quarter. They struggled struggled more in the first quarter, and then they got themselves going. So, uh, yeah. you know, to, to jump out early and quick is a um, is, is a huge for the thing for them. I think uh, the, there was only one game that uh, they were uh, they trailed or they didn't score first, and I think that was against Louisville when Louisville kicked a field goal. So they've definitely gotten out quick on, in all their games. 
Yeah, and that that is huge. So uh, all the rest of the games at HBJ Stadium will be a home or away, whatever the case may be. That having been said, it's nice to be at HBJ Stadium. This football team knows how to play right there at home, Bill. Well, finally, and, and we're uh, in the week seven of the season, and we've been there once. So it's going to be right. nice to be able to be in our home uh our home chairs here for the rest of the regular season. So, uh, you know, we've gotten to visit uh, uh, everywhere else. Now it's time to settle in where we're at. All right. So now that having been said, last week when we were doing our game, you had the you had the microphone. Okay, you had the microphone out in the crowd. Now we're going to get crowd noise being fed in. But when is the next year? Are you going to start working on maybe doing a creative dive out into the crowd at Williams, which, by the way, is awesome. By the way, um, are you going to do a creative way to dive out into the fans more so than just stand out there this time? Because uh, well, the, the the sound you made when I made the suggestion you would dive out there was quite funny. Yeah, I don't think I'd dive out there because I'd probably hurt a few people, uh, if not a lot. But I tell you what, I love that interaction. Talking to those kids uh, the other day, I mean, they were just so excited. And, and yeah. I could hear them as we were on the air. I could hear them out there. And they just love the environment. They love their team. Uh, so it was it was uh, definitely entertaining to get out there and talk to them. And it would definitely be a, uh, fun to get out there a little bit more and get some insight of what they think uh, there in the stands, uh, not only from uh, uh, students, but maybe some uh, parents. Uh, maybe I can get them to dive. Maybe. They probably do that they probably would let us hit the ground like you said broken bones all over the place but <laughs> that's the way it is it, we're gonna get a good game here it's all about preparation it's all about continuing what they're doing at five and zero. hopefully getting six and zero uh on the season bill thanks for joining us here on the pregame you show as we get ready to knock it out tonight i'm looking forward to it thanks sonny yep Definitely, and folks, get, make sure you let people know about the broadcast. We are getting we're getting feedback, by the way, from the broadcast. Thank you very much for the feedback. We appreciate that as well. So that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. I, Sonny Clark, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, taking a look at this game. This one's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Coming to you live from HBJ Stadium, it is the Name and Forest Rangers at homecoming for your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. So join us on the other side if you're listening to this up until the game or if you're listening to, to us early, 7 p.m. Friday, HBJ Stadium. We'll see you there. Bye-bye.